0: Ah, uh, good morning. Good morning. Ah, uh, you guys, do you feel blessed today? Yeah. You should. I've been working hard all summer to make you feel blessed. That was a not a trick question. Are you feeling blessed today? Yeah. I I want you know, blessed we're talking about beyond blessed and I I'm thinking of it this way. Um, there's the there's the a two-layer cake, and uh, the layer that we talk about the most is the layer of, oh, I got a, I got a new job, oh, man, I got a, I got a new contract, I, we just won this bid, and I feel so blessed, you know, I got, uh, I got upgraded to first class. And uh, fair enough, you know, you can call all those things whatever you wish, but I'm trying to talk about the main body of the cake down here, that, that it's a miracle that you woke up today. It's a miracle, and I was tempted, I was, I was tempted to just stay on this track of talking about the, the miraculous um, rock that's floating through space that we call planet Earth. And if you do any study, you do any amount of research, you will hear this phrase from scientists over and over and over again. Lucky, fortunate, coincidental, even miraculous that this rock supports life. We take that for granted every single day. And I was reading something about, if you were in the worst place on planet Earth, the worst desert on planet Earth, you'd be a hundred, a thousand times better than the best place on any other rock floating in space. Every other planet has planet envy. huh? They only wish they could be on this. And this is just one part. And I was so tempted, I wanted to just do that all summer. But there's too many miracles to talk about. Can you believe that? You do your own research and you will find out that there have been a million miracles by morning. And that's just the blessing of, I call it the blessing of existence. And if you feel blessed, you're gonna act differently in life. If you wake up in the morning and think, I mean, let's just say, for instance, let's just be real. I'm going to get back down to where we live. If you did win the mega millions and you woke up and you said, that's my number, I can't believe how lucky, how fortunate, how blessed I am. I now am the proud owner of $1 billion. You go, man, I'm so lucky. Do you know that's exactly, exactly what's happened to you? to live on this planet, to have the body. It's miracle after miracle after mind-numbing, unbelievable miracle just to exist. But I have to turn the page. I wanna talk about the second layer of the cake, right? Not just the blessing of existence, but today I wanna talk about the blessing of obedience. In other words, have you ever been around somebody that it's like, man, things seem to go well for them. Have you? I want to read you a passage of scripture, and I'll I'll try to tie them in together. This is from Deuteronomy, and Deuteronomy is the fifth book in the Bible, and Deuteronomy is actually the second law. That's what the word really means. It's the second law. Did you know, for instance, that the Ten Commandments are in the Bible twice? Yeah, it's repeated because Moses is getting ready to to hand everyone off to the promised land. So you've got to think about this. Moses has given them the law. He's, he's, he's gone through all this hardship with them. He's gotten them out of slavery. He started to form them into a nation, kind of gotten things organized. And then the, Deuteronomy is like a huge speech of Moses. It would be like the speech you give your kids before you send them off to college or before you send them out on their own. Like, look, I got some things to say to you. And Deuteronomy, it's remember this. One of the key words is remember. <laughs> Who's ever said that to your kids before? Remember this. Don't forget this. Remember this. How many of you know, like, most of what I really do here is just remind you of things? Like, you already know this. You know? You know that. But what, what, what do human beings need? Constant reminders. Reinforcement. Right? Do, do I know that I'm blessed, stupidly blessed? Yeah. But I just need to wake up. I need to be reminded. Deuteronomy is is Moses reminding everybody, hey, when you go into this land that God's given you, don't lose your heads in there. Huh? Does it sound like dropping your kid off at college or what? Don't lose your head in there. You're going to have all this freedom. You're going to have all this stuff that, that God's prepared for you. Don't forget who brought you. Dance with the one who brung you, they say. And he's ready to hand them off. And this is towards the end after he's gone through it over and over and over again. By the way, do your kids ever roll your eyes at you? Do they ever finish your sentences? I know, Dad, I know. This is what's, but he's going to drive it home. And then he, he this is. he drives it home this way. Deuteronomy 28. If, there's a good word, if. I would say the the blessing of existence is unconditional. And and Jesus brings us back to that, which is going to be important as we understand God's blessing. Um, But this one is if. The earth's been good to all of us, but sometimes things go well when you do the right thing. I'll just say that again. Sometimes things go well when you do the right thing. Sometimes they don't. Uh, Let me me get this out of the way because some of you go, well, I tried and this didn't work. Okay. There are exceptions to these rules. Fair enough, right? You can do the right thing a lot of times and do it, do it, do it, and it doesn't work out. There are exceptions. Life's hard. Life's unpredictable and can be chaotic at times. We talk about that a lot here, but I'm not going to talk about the exceptions today. I'm going to talk about the general rule. In other words, when When you do the right thing, good things can happen if you fully obey the Lord your God and follow all of his commands I give you today. If you do this stuff, Moses is saying, he said, the Lord will set you high above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you. You will be blessed in the city. You will be blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed. The crops of your land, the young, the livestock, the, the calves of your herds, the lambs of your flocks, your baskets and your kneading troughs will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. That's a lot of blessings. It's all tied to the one word. What's the word? If. 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 However, everybody say, however. however, if you do not obey. And do not follow. All these curses will come upon you. And it goes through and it, just, it does them all in reverse. Curse when you come out, curse when you go. Sometimes, I mean, you know, one of the things I do is try to help people when they're struggling. And sometimes I have nothing to say. Like, they'll tell me their story and catastrophe hits. And I mean, literally, I just, I have nothing to say. I'm praying for you. I'm here for you. I can't make sense of it. But there are a lot of times people are in a catastrophe of their own creation. I'll put my hand up. Okay. Snobby. this uh, <laughs> Catastrophe of your own creation. Anybody ever make a little catastrophe pie for dinner? Just slice it up. This is, this is one you made for yourself because you just didn't do the stuff right. I'm trying to teach Charlie to follow instructions, and you're always, always, always giving instructions to a three-year-old. That's all you do. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't sit here. Don't spill that. Hold your cup like this. Does it work? No. I don't know why I do it. It doesn't work. He spills things. But the other day, we were out there, and she had the golf club, and she was, Dad, how do I hold it? Now, I don't know why, but as soon as she says, how do I hold it, she always contorts her hands like... It's not a contortion. You just put them on the club, right? And she goes, like this, Dad? I go, no, like this and like this. I can do it. I can do it by myself. How many times have I heard that phrase this year? I can do it all by myself. I can get on the potty by myself. I can reach the toilet paper by myself. It doesn't matter if we're in a new bathroom and the toilet paper is seven feet away. <laughs> she can reach it by herself. Are you, are you with me? And, and I'm just just trying to just listen. Please just Listen. Doesn't want to listen, okay? She gets the club, tell her how to hold it. I can do it by myself, I can do it by myself. So I go over to the other part of the green where she can do it by herself and I turn to look for my ball and I hear her crying on the green. What am I I hearing? My daughter has just hit herself in the head with the golf club. (laughs) Try to listen. (laughs) buddy. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, run across the green, are you okay? And then you go back to try to listen, right? I can do it by myself. You know what we're doing? We're hitting ourselves in the head. That's what we're doing. A lot of people really misunderstand, I think the the bigger picture of scripture and the bigger picture of God telling us things because God's not doing this, he has nothing to do. Whose benefit is this for? Why are there rules? Why are there guidelines? Because God doesn't want to see us hit ourselves in the head any more than we need to. It hurts. It hurts you, it hurts other people. It's really simple. By the way, a lot of these rules, they're not complicated, they're really basic. Let's not steal, let's not lie. Let, let's not murder. And Jesus takes them to another level, which we, we can get to, but, you know, he, he takes from murder to anger. And as you get older, you realize that anger has a murdering effect on you, and Jesus could do it like no one else, take it to another level. But these basics are these are non-negotiables. You know, there's, there's a road you know, between our, our house and wh- where we go to the lake. And, and you know, it's a, as a parent, it's a very concerning road. You just, like, stay, you, do, you don't ever go, you don't ever go, you know, you're, and you, you get a little animated. You get a little heated when you're explaining because how do you explain to a three-year-old, I can't undo this if you make this mistake? Like, I was trying to explain to her the other day, like, when you... She wants to close the door. I want to do it by myself. The car door, and they're so—you know—those car doors are so heavy. You know, and I got a truck, and I just—I uh, know she's going to have her finger in the wrong spot. The other day, she did it at, at the house door, and it, thankfully, it was moving slowly, and it wasn't as heavy as a car door. But she got her finger caught in the door, and she wailed and wailed. And I—and I keep thinking, if she gets her finger in that car door, man, that—it's not going to be good. But she's so stubborn. <laughs> she's like her mother. Just, I don't know where she gets it. And man, and it's like, I want to do it by myself. She just insists and by myself. So I stand as close as I can so I can literally yank her out of the way, right? And isn't it true? You have to give him a little rope. You have to let them have a little bit and you just, you're right there. And I'm thinking it, it, when it comes to that road, I, I, that's a mistake I cannot make. You no, know, you don't ever go by that. Never. You, you get a little bit loud. Do you you think it's a coincidence that when Moses gives the Ten Commandments, there's thunder and lightning and just there's power? Listen to me. This isn't going to go well. It's not going to go well for a generation that turns their back on all of this. It's not going to go well. It's not about the pastor whining. I wish people would go to church more, and there's nothing to do with that. It's, you don't break someone said it to me, I never forgot. You don't break God's laws. You break yourself against them. They're God's laws. They're, 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 they're universal laws. You just you, you just say, "Well, I, I've seen a couple people do some bad things and get away with it." And you, here's, the, here's the thing: So far. So far. I've seen some bad people do some bad things, and they're fine. They're skating around so far. But things just have a way. You reap what you... You can't change some of those laws. You can't put corn in the ground and ask for apples. This is not how it works. This, some of this is so basic, and Moses was just trying to say, you see these people with a blessing is coming and going, and things are... i mean." You, 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 can't, you can't plant one thing and expect another. That's not how it works. Now, you can plant something good, and then, you know, there's thorns that come, and then there's a famine, and There's all and the rain doesn't come. There's, there's conditions, but the basics are still the basics. What you plant, you will reap. Just follow the instructions. Who here has ever thrown the instructions out too early at Christmas? Huh? They're in the wrapping paper somewhere. I don't need them. Huh? Come on, Dad. Who's ever, I don't need them. Huh? Going back there looking through all the wrapping paper, eating humble pie while everyone else is eating real pie. You know what I mean? And you're trying to find the thing that you threw away. Why? Because the instructions, these are people that, this is how you put it together. This is how you do your life. Just like this. There's connection. You, you know the old saying, right? The, the man, this guy's—he's blessed. He's like his crops do well, his herds, do, man, his family does well. His basket is blessed. His kneading trough is. You ever heard the saying like, "The harder I work, the luckier I get"? There's a connection to doing the right thing and getting the right thing. There just is, and there's a connection to doing the wrong thing and having disastrous things go with it. And that's why when the law was given, it was given with such drama, with such effect. Now, again, for the last time I'll say today, we, we're not talking about the exceptions, right? Jesus made an exception to the law of the Sabbath, for instance. But, you know, we're adults. Can we talk here for a minute? There would be exceptions for Charlie doing certain things as she gets older and as she can understand what the purpose of the law. Not the letter, but the purpose, the spirit of it is. Are you with me so far? So Jesus breaks the Sabbath. Why? Because he needs to for the right reasons. It's a general guideline. And as you get older, which is probably, a, we could t- teach for a few hours about the difference and the maturity from the Old Testament to the New Testament. It's just like maturing from a child. To, uh, to an adult. You can understand the nuances and these kind of things. But it doesn't take away the basics. And the, the basics are, when you do the right thing, good things are gonna happen. When you do the wrong thing, bad things are gonna happen. That's the basics. That's where you start. And you, you can't really go around that. Um, and if you start good, if you start right, Things start going in your favor. And, they, and if you start bad, who's ever done this? Um, you're on a diet. Wait for it. I haven't got there. <laughs> I just, you're on a diet. And you woke up the next day, and by noon, you were off the diet. You made a little slip. And so by 8.30 at night, you got a bowl of ice cream like the size of Texas. And you're just like, screw it. You know what I mean? Does anybody? In other words, you get the... You get the spi- but once you make the mistake, you feel bad, and then you act bad. And, and, and really good people will tell you, everyone's going to make mistakes. you got to get back on the what? The program. Get back on the program. But human nature is, oh, screw it. It's a spiral. Who's ever done the shopping? Spending money. Spend money you didn't have. And then you got the visa bill and you couldn't pay it. And you paid the minimum. And you start feeling bad, so you just go back and spend more. And it goes down and down and down. In all kinds of areas, you, you, it's, a, it's like a spiral. When I, when I was uh, in college, I was taking um, instructions to get my pilot's license. And... Um, they they taught you how to to stall, And so you you get the airplane going like this, and then you get to a, airplanes have a stall speed, and whatever the particular stall speed is, it just falls, it just drops. And it's kind of a scary thing when he he gets you up there, and he's like, just climb, 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 and he he wants it to fall, and he wants you to learn how to not go into a death spiral. That's what he wants to learn. Don't go into a spiral. Because if you get into this spiral, you're not coming out. Um, spiraling down and down and down. You have to come out. By the way, one of the beautiful things about baptism, right? It's that new start. You can start over, right? You can start fresh. You can start new. That's the whole point of Jesus. And in a, in a couple of minutes, we're going to share the Lord's Supper. And it's that... It's that fresh start. Because as we said, all of us have done the wrong thing. All of us have taken the wrong path at times. But the question is then when you do, you've got to go back. You've got to get back on the right path. You've got to let go of it. Don't go into the spiral. Just say, okay, I messed up. That's not going to be good for me i got to start fresh, start brand new. And things can spiral in a good direction. There you go. Let's say I'm not doing good physically, all right? Can I get up and walk? I mean, what a, what a great testimony, you lost 90 pounds, but look at this, can I walk around the house? All right, that's more than I did yesterday. You've already started making progress, right? You don't jump out of bed and start trying to run marathons. You just start making progress. In any area, you just start to make a little bit of progress, and the next thing you know, it's going to start to spiral in the right direction. When Jesus comes, he says, I'm making everything new. What is he saying? What he's saying is everybody's been on that spiral where it just feels like no matter what, it's just going worse and worse and worse. And a lot of times, yes, it's connected to our actions. And then one bad action can lead to another bad action. And then it just keeps going. But what Christ came, he said, I came to give you a fresh start. Forgiveness is the fresh start, right? It's the chance to start over. And then hope is that we can make you into a new person. You ever see someone and go man it just seems like they're really blessed I encourage you to do something you know maybe go talk to them ask them about it because most of the time when I talk to people it seems like man they really just seems like when they're coming and going they're blessed and they'll take you back to stuff like this they'll say you know my dad told me, my grandpa told me, my grandma said, my pastor told me, do the basics right. You treat people right. You follow God. You follow his word. You just do those things. There are exceptions. We can talk about those. But if you do those things, you'll be blessed. Jesus said this in Luke 11:28. 28. Blessed are you who hear the word of God and you obey it. Man, I can't think of anything any more fundamental than that. At at the end of the day, you just got to make a decision. Am I going to follow or not? Did you you love this shirts? These guys getting baptized, it says, I have decided, I've decided to follow. And that's the decision of what it comes down to. Blessing. It's not magic sauce, right? It's miraculous at the foundational level. There's no question. It's, it's God's miraculous hand. And there are times that God intervenes and gives you, a, you know, something special. That, but, but a lot of it is just, it's, there's no secret recipe. It's, you do the right thing. And you continue to do the right thing over a long period of time. And good things are going to happen. It's not like a shortcut. Perhaps one of the disservices that's happened throughout the years in the church is we do the wrong thing and then we ask for prayer. You know, um, how many times I've, have someone called or emailed the church, can you pray for my son? He has a test for what's and what's tomorrow. And I'm thinking, hmm, sure. Is he studying currently? <laughs> does, anybody, does anybody know what I'm saying? And of course, I'm, I, I never reply that sarcastically. I always go, absolutely. I'm on my knees as we speak, right? (laughs) Happy to pray for you, I am. Loving pastor that I am. Happy to pray for you, of course. But do you get it? And this is how God set things up. And so he said, now watch this. This is the one I want to close with. This is so big. Chapter 30. Now, all these blessings and curses I've set before you come upon you, and you take them to heart wherever the Lord your God disperses you among the nations as you get into your dorm room, whatever dorm you end up in. Now that I am commanding to you, and what I am commanding to you today is not too difficult or beyond your reach. This isn't too hard, this isn't that heavy of a lift. Don't kill each other. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't steal. Right? These are, this isn't beyond your reach. And look at the blessing that you see so often with people. Don't pay attention. By the way, don't pay attention to all these stupid headlines about, oh, here's this one 24-year-old that made a zillion dollars by, you know, doing what, and people are just chasing that kind of nonsense. Sure, there are exceptions. There are these outliers, and that's just what they are. And I wish the best for everybody, but it doesn't always turn out in the end that wonderful for these people either. By the way, you can do a whole side research. I'm getting off track, but it's worth it. You can do a whole side research on what happens to people that win billion or millions and millions of dollars in the lottery. It usually doesn't go well. That's a scientific fact. That's been researched. It usually doesn't go well. Wow, I can't see how that would go wrong. Hand your 20 year old a million dollars, see what would happen. <laughs> what could go wrong? In other words, there's correlations. And then he says, that none of this stuff's too hard for you. It's not beyond your reach. Blessings are right in your reach. In other words, you could say, oh, this is something you need to pray to God for. Maybe. Or maybe you just need to reach, do. The thing you know to do. Do the thing you know to do. (laughs) I set before you today life and prosperity. Death and destruction. Can not get any clearer than that? He goes, I just gave you the paths, and you're going to pick one. You know, everybody picks a path, and it takes you somewhere. How profound is that? It sounds like a Yogi Berra. Everybody picks a path and it takes you somewhere. Doesn't it? It takes you somewhere. And, and, and what Moses was telling the people is like, look, this is your decision, but none of this is beyond your reach. To be blessed is not beyond your ability. It just requires doing the right thing. I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today, love the Lord your God, walk in his ways, keep his commandments, his laws. Then you will live and increase and the Lord will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. That's pretty simple. Man, that should go on somebody's refrigerator. Think about it. We're going to, pause and we're going to share the Lord's Supper together. And here's the thought I want to have today. Every person in this room, starting with me, has picked the wrong path. And sometimes we've picked it multiple times, and sometimes we've, we've picked it multiple times in a week, right? That's what The Bible talks over and over again about sin and falling short, and and it's very clear everybody misses it. But the good news is, the grace is that, first of all, God forgives, and second of all, God wants to help set us back on the right path for your good, for my good. That's why we have Jesus, right? He came and he gave his life, right? Not only for our forgiveness, right? But our freedom to put us back on the right path. And that's what we're here to celebrate, all right? So I'm going to ask everyone, if you'll partake, um, come take the the communion elements. And if you, when you return to your seat, if you'll hold on to it, um, we'll all partake together as a family. If you're joining us online, I encourage you to take a minute, go grab something that you can, and then we'll all partake together. You can begin in the
1: was grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fear The earth shall soon dissolve like snow. The sun forbear to shine, but God
0: came for all of us. I think one of the first things we learn when we reach out to God for grace and mercy is realize we we had no judgment for anybody because we all receive God's grace. We've all been on the wrong path at some point. He loves us, gave his life for us, and he gives us a fresh start, a new start. What a blessing that is. On the night he was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it, saying, this is my body, which is broken for you. After the supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. As often as you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. Amazing God, amazing creation, right? Amazing laws, amazing guidance, and amazing grace. What a combination. Amazing grace. Pastor Bright's going to come and close in prayer. Will you stand with us?
2: Let's pray together, church family. Dear Heavenly Father, we appreciate the word, the divine counsel given to us, Lord God, this morning that when we listen to your word the blessings you have given us will continue to be perpetrated Will continue to enjoy the blessings to the full or to the fullest as it was with the children of israel you taught them you'll be blessed when you come in and you'll be blessed when you go out that's total blessing lord god almighty we celebrate you today first for those that have been baptized a fresh beginning in their walk with you what a blessing we pray God our lord that old song trust and obey for there's no other way to be to be happy in jesus but to trust and obey we also take the word of james who says do not just hear the word of god but do it we pray God our lord we will Take this counsel seriously, that the blessing of listening to God will be perpetuated, will continue, Lord God, in it, God, and we enjoy our walk with you to the fullest. Now, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, may the blessing of God abound in your ways, may abound in your place where your habitation, abound in your place of work, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.